Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Got a lot of stuff coming up. Don't forget, uh, we got power rankings coming up at the bottom of the hour. We got Mike McCarthy's presser coming up after the top, about an hour from now, as a matter of fact. We're going to hear from uh, Mike McCarthy as well as uh, he talks about his return to Green Bay. Packers off today, getting back at it tomorrow. In the meantime, uh, we bring in our guy Rob Reichel from uh, Forbes.com, Conley Media. You can find him over on Twitter, at Rob Reichel as well. Joining us now on the hotline mike hey or uh, rob how you doing we got mike clemens or mike mccarthy later on too uh, as i mentioned before i'm all over the place today rob how you doing buddy mike matt lindy and fonte bark star <laughs> right whoever yeah you, you got you got someone talking to you right billy right 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 i got it i got it <laughs> how are you so let, let's uh i don't even know where to begin because there, there was so much vitriol coming out on sunday and monday and where this team is now, I mean, obviously, postseason hopes are pretty much dashed. But this thing is just when you only score nine points against the team that's giving up the most in the National Football League, there is something innately wrong that I still cannot place my finger on. Yeah, Billy, it was the first time the Lions had held an opponent to single digits in five years. I mean, think think about that. And, and, not, and not just, you know, I, I went and I traced Detroit's last number of of, of games and it's not like they hold people to 10 or 12 or 14 real often either most of the time people are lighting them up for 35 37 40 um it, it was the worst scoring defense in football um it, it's inexcusable that they find a way to score just nine points dreadful in the red zone aaron Rodgers with probably one of his worst five games right as a as a packer um and and the question becomes what do they do right where, where do they right. where do they go from here and uh, because Bill, the, the, the next three opponents, when you look at it, are probably three of the best eight teams in football. Um, you know, Dallas is probably a top five, six, seven outfit. Philly, when they go on the road there in a couple of weeks, that, that might be the best team in football. And, and, and they have Tennessee on the quick turnaround next Thursday night. And, and you saw what Tennessee did Sunday against Kansas City. I'm not sure anybody in football plays harder than, than Tennessee does. They play like their hair's on fire every single snap. It's what it's what Lafleur wants to get out of his guys on a consistent week in and week out basis. So they're three and six now, Billy. When when this is done, I mean, they're certainly probably a fifty fifty chance. They're sitting at three and nine. Maybe best case scenario, they're four and eight. And and now you and I are starting to have the discussion, right? When, when do you when do you take a long look at Jordan Love and, and and see what your future looks like at at the quarterback position if if we get to the end of the month, Bill, and and they're out of the playoff picture because. I mean, I, I think at this point in time, Matt LaFleur has tried about everything he can from a from a motivation, from a rallying standpoint, um, scheme-wise. I just I, I don't think the talent is there on the offensive side of the ball to get this, you know, figured out in, in 2022. And, and there, there's clearly some chemistry issues going on with the head coach and, and the quarterback. And, and all of a sudden, it feels a lot like 2018 again when things were blowing up on Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy. And, oh, guess what? Who's coming to town on Sunday, right? right? We've come full circle. Here comes Big Mac. So it's uh, it's uh, it's 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 a dark, dark time in in Green Bay, Bill, and and I, and I don't think they can pull themselves out here in 2022. So let me ask you this: I I don't think they can pull themselves out of it either. But you know, we talk about Rodgers needing to be on the same page with these young receivers and such. So at what point do you say? Aaron, you're done trying to be on the same page with the receivers. We'll wait till next year. And Jordan, we're going to find out what you have. Or is it fair to throw Jordan into the fire 
with a you know an ailing wide receiving core, a patchwork offensive line, and and you know not much success for Rodgers. So what do you expect out of Jordan Love? You know what I mean? I mean it's kind of a catch twenty two for Jordan Love to go into a situation right now. Yeah, but you've got to find out sooner than later, Bill. I mean they, they've got a tough decision to make on him this off season whether or not to pick up that fifth year option, and I'm sure they will. But at the same point in time, you know, Jordan Love's people are going to be screaming this off season that that it's time for him to get on the field somewhere. And, and Green Bay's got to, you know, he, he has sat patiently for three years, Bill. The, the the last quarterback chosen in round one before Jordan Love that had to sit for three years was Aaron Charles Rogers back in 2005. I mean, it, it just doesn't happen in today's NFL. So you know, this off season, his people are going to be saying, "Listen, figure it out, Green Bay." Either he's your future, sign him to, you know, give, give him an extension, move on at some point here shortly from Rodgers, or let Jordan Love go somewhere else. Let him, let him go to Houston. Let him, you know, let, 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 him, let him go to whatever, a quarterback needy team, Indianapolis, whatever it turns out to be, Billy. And, 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 and Green Bay's got to have an answer. Uh, because, Bill, on, uh, you know, here's another carrot to consider, a caveat to think about. If this continues to plummet, it, it, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Green Bay could end up, let's say, five and twelve, fifth pick in the draft, sixth, seventh, eighth pick in the draft. It's a huge quarterback year coming up here in the 2023 draft. That Green Bay's got to get some answers on Jordan Love at the same point in time, even if it's playing with a watered down cast of of wide receivers and and tight ends. I mean, but Bill, even at the end of the game the other day, they they, they trotted out there. Lazard and Watkins and Toure and Tunyon. I mean, there were enough weapons to go win the football game in, in that final drive against Detroit. It, I, I don't think it's an unfair expectation to ask George, you know, Jordan Love to, to try to go win football games with that group of people at this point in time. And, and Green Bay needs to get those answers, Bill, uh, sooner than later on Love uh, to, to, to have any kind of idea, I think, where they're going in February and March at the quarterback position and then when we get to April, Bill, let's just say hypothetically they're sitting at six, seven, eight in the draft somehow. Is quarterback a position they go and take at that point in time? I, you know, if, if they don't like what they see from Love down the stretch, then maybe they take the, you know, maybe maybe they find a way to get the kid out of Ohio State or Alabama or whatever it turns out to be. And if they like Love enough, then you know, then you've got some answers there. But 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 Bill, I think this is going to set up as the perfect time for them to find out what they have in Jordan Love. Uh, the offense itself. Now, you know, I, I've seen a couple of different breakdowns where Rodgers, you know, has guys wide open, looks at them, doesn't throw them the ball, throws the ball out of bounds, whatever, you know. What do you see? Uh, because there are times where I look at it and I'm thinking, Aaron, what are you doing? There's other times where I'm thinking, I've never seen Aaron Rodgers throw into the face mask of a player. Never. Uh, and some of these balls that he's tossed, I'm thinking, is the thumb that bad? And then he turns around and makes a throw. That's that only he can make with some unbelievable zip on it, and I don't know what to believe right now. I don't know that that any of us, any of us know what to believe at, at at this point in time when it comes to Rodgers, and you know, and 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 then it's the body language, and it's 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 the off the you know who's he screaming at after he throws these interceptions the other day, Bill? Right? I mean, the the, the only the only fault really lies at, at the feet of the quarterback himself, like you said. He throws it off the the helmet of a of a defensive lineman. If you go back and watch that play a few times, Bill, it was already a bad throw. It was going to be behind the receiver on the on the slant route to begin with, but he throws it so low and off the helmet. You know, he underthrows the the the, the ball to Bakhtiari, which 
you know, it's it's comical that I'm even saying that, throwing a ball to Bakhtiari. Um, you know, but he, he badly underthrows that pass. Um, you know, and then and Bill, when 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 they asked the fifty million dollar man to deliver at crunch time, I mean, everything set up perfectly for them. There, they, they they were atrocious all game, but they get the ball back at the forty three, I think it was, with two minutes and all their timeouts, and all they've got to do is march fifty seven yards against the worst defense in football. We you know worst scoring defense, worst yardage defense. Um, and, and, and Rodgers can't get that done. And that's been the story of his career, Bill. He's not good in these clutch situations. We watched Brady the other day against the Rams, engineer a drive in 45 seconds or whatever it was to, to go win the football game. And I, and I think everybody kind of went ho-hum. That's Tom Brady. Bill, you, you, you point out a time to me. That I, I, I have a hard time racking my brain remembering the last time, you know, Rodgers let a drive like that down six with a minute or two to go to win a football game. Those last four throws he made were, were as, just as bad as the interceptions he made through the day. He turned down an easy check down on first down to A.J. Dillonville, you know, when they're at the 17 with, with first down, and he threw up, you know, a ball that had about a 15% chance of being completed to Alan Lazard. His second down pass to Lazard was, was pretty much just a prayer for a, for a Hail Mary. He throws behind Amari Rogers on third down, and then, you know, he, he has, he has, you know, no, uh, no chemistry on that fourth down pass that he's trying to throw to, to Sammy Watkins. You know, why, why he's throwing for the end zone on the majority of those balls, Bill makes, makes absolutely no sense. It's first and 10 at the 17. So, right. you know, not only is the whole offense out of sync, it, you know, it, it, it starts with the quarterback, you know, he, he's the guy, Bill, who went on Pat McAfee two weeks ago and said, it's time to start cutting reps for the guys that, that aren't getting it done. Well, you know, he, he's got to look in the mirror. He was the, he, he's the first one who didn't get it done Sunday. Yeah, I have never seen him play that poorly. I don't know if it's frustration. I don't know if it's just wailing it to wail it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's trying to do too much. Uh, I, I, that's a great question. And then obviously the last play of the game, you see Sammy Watkins with inside leverage, try to push through it and get to the inside when clearly Rogers was reading outside at what point, I mean, you know, Sammy Watkins and I, I saw some of the statistics for his, his route runs, his catches, his yards run it, it, man, you talk about just not a good pickup at all. I, you know, did they really yeah. believe that Sammy Watkins had anything in the tank? Bill, I, I have a hunch if you and I went back and we replayed our conversations in May and June, I, I think that the writing was on the wall then. It was very predictable to, to a lot of people how this how this wide receiver group would, would, would play itself out. And, and the one thing I think we consistently said four or five months ago is, well, th- th- there's no way this will be the wide receiver group they bring into the, into the regular season, right? They're, they're going to add a piece in June or July or August or somewhere because there's no way they can go into the season with, with Lazard and Watkins and Cobb and rookies and things like that. Well, that's exactly what they've done, and, and the results have been remarkably predictable. You're seeing Aaron Rodgers play some of the worst uh, football of his, of, of his career. They're, they're 27th in points right now at 17 a game. I mean, I mean, think of that, Bill, 17 points a game. When, when they were in their heyday with Mike McCarthy in 2011, Bill, that 2011 season, they scored 560 points. That's 35 a game. So they're half of that this particular season. I mean, it's, it's been dreadful. And, and, I, and, and again, a lot of this falls on the front office. There were, there were opportunities to go ahead and, you know, and, and, and find a way to add people as, as, as we got closer to cut down day in, in August. They certainly blew it, I thought, last week when, you know, they, they, they didn't up the offer for Claypool to go ahead and add a wide receiver. I'd even go as far back as the draft bill. Brian Gutekunst controlled the draft in April. He had all those picks, 
and uh, a couple of first-rounders. He could have easily moved himself up into the top 8 or 10 or 12 and taken one of these stud receivers like, you, like you've seen with Olave or, you know, or, or, or Wilson and, and, and guys like that have really, really good rookie years. Well, the guy he traded up for is Christian Watson who can't stay on the field. So, really, Bill, everything they've touched has turned to nonsense at that position uh, this particular season, and, and, the, and the proof is in the pudding. I, it, 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 it's, just, it, it's a bad group overall of wide receivers, and, and I don't think it should be a, a real shock to anybody that, that some of the numbers look the way they do. Um, I, I want to ask you defensively speaking, because there's been so much screaming for Joe Barry and such, and Joe Barry's defense didn't actually play that bad against a team that can put up some points. Um, so do you see, because I, I'm not in favor of just blowing out coaches to blow out coaches. I, you know, I, I want to see them kind of right the ship. Do you, let's just say Mike Murphy comes in and just destroys the Packers on Sunday. Do you see a change being made, either one, before the end of the season, two, at the end of the season, or do you think they keep Matt LaFleur just because the window of opportunity here is the next two years, maybe with Aaron Rodgers, and they don't want to mess things up? Are you saying that – so you said they keep Matt LaFleur. You're not suggesting they fire Matt. No, no, I'm just asking, do you think they do? I mean, or do you think that, like like no. I said, if if you bring in – do you bring in another coach? Because I don't no. think they fire him either. I know some people want to, but I, I'm not in favor of just blowing a guy out. No, 39 and 10. I, I think Matt Lafleur's got two years of house credit built up, Billy. I, I think right. I think he could be five and 12 this year, and there's no question. You know, he he comes back in 2023. He could even have a bad season in 2023, and and maybe come back in 2024 minus Aaron Rodgers or something like that. I think there's a lot of people in the organization that would love to see Matt Lafleur's offense run the way Matt LaFleur wants it run, not the way Aaron Rodgers wants it run. I mean, I, I can promise you that, um, you know, that, that that throw to Bakhtiari on the goal line is not a Matt LaFleur call. That, that, that That's the quarterback trying to take care of his good buddy. And, you know, and, and that's just one play out of 20 probably in an average football game that Matt LaFleur is sending in that, that, that he wants run and, and they don't get run, you know. Bill, it's interesting. I, I've been going back looking at a lot of my old Mike McCarthy stories that, from four years ago and how that whole thing fell apart with Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, and, and one of the big breakdowns, obviously, was, you know, that McCarthy could never get Rodgers to buy in on, on his play call. We, we, we'd get to the fourth quarter, and, and McCarthy would have sent in a play three times, and it was, and it was never run. And it might have been a play Mike McCarthy fell in love with on a Wednesday, and he wanted to see that play run in the second quarter against the bears and Rogers kept audibling out of it and audibling out of it and changing things and stuff like that. And now, now those two had a number of problems, but that was the, you know, that their, their difference in play calling and philosophy and things like that was, was certainly at the forefront. Well, it is ironic that you fast forward now, four years later, almost, you know, to the exact time where Mike McCarthy was fired after that, you know, uh, home loss to, to Arizona back in, in 2018, and, and all the problems that McCarthy was having with the quarterback four years ago, Matt LaFleur seems to be having with, with Aaron Rodgers right now. So, you know, to your initial point or question, Bill, I think Matt LaFleur is really safe. I'll be honest, I think he might be safer right now inside the organization than the quarterback. Good stuff as always, buddy. I appreciate it, and we're going to talk real soon, okay? All right, always fun. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Rob. Good insight, man.
Good stuff. Uh, very much telling it like it is. Always appreciate that. Good stuff from our buddy Rob Reichel. You can find him at Rob Reichel over on Twitter. Forbes.com, Conley Media as well. Read all of his stuff there. Hey, uh, I know this past weekend was not uh, necessarily your weekend when it came to uh, enjoying things, but uh, maybe you kind of drowned a few sorrows. If you're going to do that and uh, maybe masochistically watching some Packers football, our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery say, hey, look, we just try to have fun in a bottle. That's what our motto is. We've won awards. We've won many different competitions, but... We just want you to enjoy it. There's got to be some enjoyment in your life, right? Uh, everything gets so serious and so upsetting and so angry. No, 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 no. Just enjoy. Just enjoy what they have to offer, whether it's the Moscatos or the Merlots or the Cabs or the Pinot Grigios. They have ciders that are just out of this world. You can mix. You can match. You can do certain things with them. Throw ice in there. They don't care. Just enjoy it. That's our friends from Forgotten Fire Wine. Go to ForgottenFireWine.com. That is Forgotten Fire Winery. Dot com. Again, ForgottenFireWinery.com. And ask for it by name at local grocery stores, liquor stores, wine stores. They're just good people. And if you're in Pesh to go, walk in and tell them you heard about it right here on the show. Say, I heard it on the Bill Michael Show. So what's up? And Jake will come out or Chris will come out or Melissa will come out. They'll give you the, the wine tasting right there. You can go through many of the different bottles and brands. Do that for free. For, for free. And then pick out what you like. Pick out what you like, but you got to tell them you heard it here on the program. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break, come back. Let's get back into the phone calls. Many different thoughts. We've got uh, the power rankings coming up at the bottom of the hour. Stay tuned. we got more right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back on this Tuesday, the 8th. Bill Michael Show continues. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at New Male Medical. Treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders. 98% success rate of treating that, almost uh, guaranteeing the fact that they can help you out. Almost guaranteeing it. Then if you're, uh, say, over the age of 30 and you're just up and down, you're moody, you're sluggish, you don't have the same energy you used to. You find it difficult to get up and work out in the morning or maybe sleep at night. They can help you out. Could be low T treatments that could be needed. Not huge, nothing crazy, just could give you a little bit of a boost. Uh, how about maybe the all-in-one weight loss program, especially as you start to come into this this time of year when you're coming out of you know maybe some of the Halloween candy and now you get into the uh, Thanksgiving time with cookies, cakes, pies, all that kind of stuff, especially into Christmas, the holidays. Um, man, oh man, they, they can help you out with that as well. The all-in-one weight loss program, and it works. Jump into 2023 with a brand new you. That's our friends over at the New Mail Medical Center. 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center. Good people over there. Uh, today, by the way, I, I have stayed away from all the election stuff. And I really, honestly, uh, people are asking me about it. I don't really want to get into it that much, to be honest with you. There's no reason to. Uh, we have we don't talk politics on this show. We have really never talked politics on this show. Just I know how I, Ben. Did you vote today by by any chance? Later today, I was in but, here. Yeah, see, I am too. Later today, bright and I, early. I went over to the polling place this morning, and I kind of figured it would be, but it was really crowded. 
Uh, I know they were showing a lot of the long lines early on, and when you and I get off the air, it'll be a little bit better. You would assume it'll be eased a little bit. So, well, I'm here uh, till I will do it nighttime. Then. So, oh, that's after that's I right. get home, you got, uh, yeah, you've got uh, Kenny and Halprin tonight too, don't you? Indeed. Yeah. There you go. So anyway, it, it'll happen. I'm going to get there. I would not not vote, but uh, yeah, I'll get over there a little bit later on today. But I guess we are a uh, in the midst of being a swing state in many different areas. I was watching, and i got to be honest, I am really done with uh, the political ads and all the stuff going back and forth. I just want to see what the outcome is going to be by the time it's all said and done. So that's it. Nothing crazy. Just, uh, you know, today is that day. 877-867-1670. Again, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, feel free. We'd love to hear from you again, 877-867-1670. Uh, Jim Ursay, by the way, in case you have not heard it, Jim Ursay fired Frank Reich yesterday. Now, Indianapolis, not a good football team by any stretch, and they have changed quarterbacks. And Frank Reich, who has done really so many good things uh, with Indianapolis, just was never able to get him over the hump, and things have regressed. And the Patriots put a beat down on him 26 to 3 this past weekend. And it was just, it, it was ugly, for lack of a better term. It just, it just was. Uh, they weren't really able to muster much. Uh, 103 yards passing, 78 yards running the ball, an interception. It just, they, they weren't able to do much of anything. And all they were able to do was split the uprights one time, and that's it. In the meantime, Mac Jones, nothing to write home about 20 or 30, 147 yards and a touchdown. Their defense did their best, but. You know, they just they just couldn't hold off New England. So, that being said, uh, Jim Irsay makes the decision to make a change. So, normally when you fire your head coach, you bring in, say, the assistant head coach or a coordinator or what have you. No, he dips. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's got a great relationship with Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday, the former center, the all-pro center, the Super Bowl-winning center for the Indianapolis Colts. And he then came into Green Bay and... He was here for a year, and he wasn't that good, for lack you know, of a better term in that area. And I think that's being kind. But Jeff Saturday goes on to ESPN, and he's dancing around. He's throwing pancakes off the ground on Tuesdays. And pretty good analyst. You know, we've seen this before. Slap my ass with a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> so we've got... Um, you know, the last time we saw an analyst uh, when, in Matt Millen go into the general manager's role... It was a disaster. Uh, so yesterday, Jeff Saturday comes out of the ESPN, you know, get up show on, you know, weekday mornings to be now the head coach, not just a GM or a talent, talent evaluator or a, a, a consultant, but the head coach now of the Indianapolis Colts. And it was just a really weird kind of bizarre presser Jim Ursay yesterday here's what he had to say about some of the decisions I guess if you want to call it that we're the fourth winningest franchise in the league since 2000 all right that means in the upper quartile of winners we're in the top quartile of that upper quartile <laughs> what Just, well the upper quartile well the upper quartile the upper quartile <laughs> There's one okay. more cut. And then and then he had it. yeah, he had this to talk about when it came to winning. I wanted a winning 
coach, a winning playoff coach, a winning coach that was proven to come in with our franchise. Now, I'm glad he doesn't have any NFL experience. I'm glad he hasn't learned the fear that's in this league. That's because it's tough for all our coaches. They're afraid. They go to analytics, and it gets difficult. I mean, he doesn't have all that. He doesn't have that, that fear, and there was no other candidate. We were fortunate that he was available. Uh, what? Uh, what? <laughs> we wanted to play that again. Play that again. I wanted a winning coach, a winning playoff coach, a winning coach that was proven to come in with our franchise. Now, I'm glad he doesn't have any NFL experience. I'm glad he hasn't learned the fear that's in this league. That's because it's tough for all our coaches. They're afraid. They go to analytics, and it gets difficult. I mean, he doesn't have all that. He doesn't have that, that fear, and there was no other candidate. We were fortunate that he was available. I wanted a playoff coach. I wanted a winning coach. I wanted a Super Bowl winning coach, and I'm glad he's none of that. Come in with our <laughs> What? Do you have the quote there when he talks about making sausage, Ben? No, I'll chance? find it. Oh, my God. He went off on this diatribe about, you know, I, and I'm not, I, I couldn't I, help it. <laughs> it's just I'm making sausage. I don't know how to make sausage. <laughs> it's like, what? Somebody remember when Jim Irsay was pulled over and he had a whole bag of pills and stuff in the side of the you know in the passenger seat of the car? Is anybody? And I don't mean to make light of it, but he, there are times where he just doesn't make sense, and you're like, what? What are you know? And in, in the old days, we would say, what are you smoking? You know, you hate to say it when somebody's had an addiction issue, but it's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Jim Irsay, look, I I. I think Jeff Saturday is a very uh, likable, uh, good, analytical guy. Uh, I like that. Uh, you know, maybe he does have some success. Who knows? But, but it was just a bizarre, bizarre press conference. And Jim Ursay is sitting there pounding his fist. First of all, he is sitting in this big leatherback chair. When he sits down, everybody else is in like a folding chair that's, you know, those little plastic ones that barely, if you, you're over 220 pounds, you're probably just sucking in your breath, just hoping not to crush the chair. Everybody else is in those. He's sitting in this big high back chair, like rolling around and looking around and, you know, tilting from side to side and pounding the desk and wanting a coach with experience. But he's glad that he has not learned fear of analytics and he doesn't have experience. I'm like, what the hell was that? Bill, I have the sausage bit. Here we go. This, this, this was another area going into the bizarro world. Question, but um, you know, the, you know that that doesn't surprise me. I understand. Look at, I don't know how to make sausage. I don't know what goes into sausage, but I do know how to build a football team. Oh, my God. Did somebody, like, stand up and shake a wiener at the guy? <laughs> Do you know what's in this? <laughs> you know? Oh, uh, yes, you in the back. Oh, hi, I'm J Dan from Johnsonville. Do you know what's in this? I don't know how to make sausage, but I do know what's in a winning football team. Okay. Did that make sense to you at all, Ben? Nope.
Not at all. <laughs> that was completely like, well, you know, if if you're looking forward and there's balls flying in the air, you know, you're you're like, oh, there's a soccer ball, there's a football, and one out of the uh, side of your head just bam hits you in the head. And that's where that one came from. That was just bam hit you in the head from out of nowhere. Well, it makes as much sense as the hire does, right? Right. <laughs> I don't know about making sausage, but I I do know how to build a football team. Someone I'm said just, that I I wonder what Jim Irsay will say tomorrow when they tell him what he did today. Right. I, what I want is, and this is the only time we'll talk politics on this show, I would love one of the candidates to just come out, you know, ask later today about one of the political stances. You know, I don't know about making sausage, but I do know about paving roads. What? I don't know much about making a sausage, but I do know something about taxes. What? Just, all right, that's what you say from now on. Anybody ask you a question, you know? Hey, Ben, what, how, what's up uh, tonight on Kenny and Heilprint? I don't know much about making sausage, but tonight we're talking badgers. Certainly, if you have a huge package. There you go. Stay tuned. Oh, my God. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Hey, our friends over at the Four Seasons Island Resort, Pembine, Wisconsin. 715-324-5800. Get a hold of our girl Barb over there. B-A-R-B. Barb at uh, the4seasonswisconsin.com. Barb at the4seasonswisconsin.com. Ask for our discount for the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Ask for it. 715-324-5800. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, they've got a veterans special promotion coming up for Veterans Day uh, coming up this weekend. So if you are a veteran, and you were looking for maybe a getaway, something to do, uh, to re- which I've sang many high praises for uh, the Four Seasons Island Resort. They they have M&M veterans in need, disabled American vets there, Mar- uh, Marinette County Veteran Services, Menominee County Veteran Services. They have the medical center, the suicide prevention. They have many different uh, events going on at, uh, at the Northwoods Veterans Expo Center, which is presented by the Four Seasons Resort and M&M Veterans in Need. They're doing a lot of stuff for vets. So if you are looking for a weekend getaway, spend your weekend up there this weekend. Enjoy 25% off your stay. Tell them you heard about it here on the on the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Get a hold of Barb, and she'll get you hooked up. There's only a few uh, rooms remaining, but 715-324-5800. 715-324-5800. You know me and veterans, man, and those in the military. Military members, our police, our firefighters and such, first responders, Man, those are the people that do it, and they deserve uh, as much off as they can possibly get when it comes to discounts. So 25% off this weekend if you want to go to Four Seasons Island Resort. Get a hold of Barb, B-A-R-B. Tell her you heard about it here, and go up and enjoy your weekend. Go up and just just relax, have a good time. Have a good time. Good stuff. Uh, th- it is time. Let's do this. Uh, we got to get into our power rank. Do we have music for the power rankings, Ben? I can grab some music, yes. <laughs> so, all right. 
Let's do this. Let's Zach get into Kyle the power merge quickly to remind me that I missed every pick I made uh, this week. Oh, really? You did tell me uh, yesterday that your picks were not good. No, it's it's not going well. He did go five and zero. Oh. He's excited about it, okay. and he's going to let me know tonight on Kenny and Halpern, six o'clock. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, no doubt. I'm sure. Uh, you know what? If 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 Zach is doing well, he has every right to pound his chest. If you are a betting person and uh, Vegas is not uh, doing you right, then follow Zach Heilprint. Ben Kenny has done the uh, pick sure to go wrong. <laughs> that, that has been kind of the picking. Uh, so let's start with this. Uh, in the power rankings, uh, stinking on ice, the Carolina Panthers. I hate to say this because Detroit got a win over the Packers, but I still have Detroit near the bottom. Chicago in front of them. Um. Or no, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, Jacksonville, then ahead of them. Then the Green Bay Packers, who were one of my top five teams at one point, have fallen and just continued to descend. Then I've got, uh, then I got to Chicago, Houston, Indianapolis, Washington, Denver, Pittsburgh, Arizona, Cleveland, Atlanta, New Orleans, the Rams, San Francisco, top 15. Seattle moving up again, six more spaces. I just didn't have a lot of belief in them, and I continue to believe in them. New England, Tampa Bay. Now, Tampa Bay, they've fallen yet again, but they're just kind of they're there. They get that emotional win. I, don't, I still don't think they're that good, but I'm going to leave them right there for the time being. But I have a feeling before it's all said and done. Seattle, New England, Tampa Bay, the Chargers, they're all going to be flip-flopping here before long. Miami sitting at number 11. Then my top 10 sitting at number 10. Down one spot, Tennessee. Tennessee looked good. They just didn't have enough. Going up one spot, our friends from Baltimore, the Ravens, continue to climb. Not doing anything this past week. Sitting on a bye at number eight is the Dallas Cowboys. The New York Jets. How about those Jets? I'm going to keep them the same at number seven, but they deserve to move up. But Cincinnati got a big win as well. Cincinnati stays at number six. Meanwhile, rounding out your top five. Minnesota, the Vikings. They come up a couple of spaces. They go to number five. Number four, the New York Giants. Number three, falling one spot from last week. I still believe they're the best team in football, but they took it way too lightly. They get knocked off by the Jets. Sitting at number three is Buffalo. Number two, Kansas City. The Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chiefs sitting right now at 6-2 and two on the season. But number one, the only undefeated team that's going to get more and more and more and more and more and more difficult to win each week that passes by. But put up 29 on the Texans. It should have been more, but that's okay. They still go down to Houston, get the win. It is the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. So Philadelphia, Buffalo, Kansas City. Or excuse me, Philadelphia, Kansas City, Buffalo. The Giants, Minnesota, Cincinnati. The Jets, Dallas, Tennessee, Baltimore. There you go. That rounds out the power rankings. So there you have it. Anything you could disagree with there, Ben? Yeah, the the one comment at the end that it's going to get harder and harder for the Eagles to win. If you looked at their schedule, it's actually getting easier, believe it or not. It is going to get easier. They play the Commanders, the Dead Colts. uh, They host the Packers, who obviously are struggling. The Titans are Mm -hmm. good. Then they play the Giants, the Bears, the Cowboys, the Saints, and the Giants. Like every team that was supposed to be good on their schedule has turned out mm-hmm. to suck. Right. They uh, at it, it becomes hard 
to go undefeated as the season goes on. Because at some point, the pressure gets to you and or the confidence or overconfidence gets to you and you begin to look. Uh, plus, you start to overlook teams that you know you should beat. Like you, sh- they could overlook the Bears and they play Chicago in Chicago. They certainly they could overlook uh, the the Cowboys are probably the only legit team they could get them, right? Maybe the Giants, the, but that's that's a game that's uh, the last game of the season. Maybe the Giants, if they have nothing to play for at that point, do they sit? Do they sit, guys? The Jordan Love you know? led Packers could come into Philly and win. Uh, I don't think so. I would be. I would be right up there with knock me over with a feather if the Packers ended up beating the Eagles. I'd be rooting Eagles for it. Their blemish. So you'd be rooting for it. Why? Oh, I don't want them to be undefeated. Oh, okay. You know, I'd, so I'd you're rather living be, very superstitiously. Uh, I'd rather be seventeen and one. Like it, they'll become the Patriots and they'll lose in the playoffs because there's all the pressure. I want them to lose. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can go along with that. Get it out of the way. Move on. And then, uh, then concentrate on just winning in the postseason. Okay. I can see that. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll, we'll answer some of the uh, the tweets that are coming in, some of the stuff over on uh, the uh, the Bud Light live stream as well. got some emails that are coming in, phone calls to get to. Uh, by the way, uh, somewhat of a surprise in uh, Colts land, the interim coach Jeff Saturday expected to have 30-year-old pass game specialist assistant quarterbacks coach Parks Frazier as the offensive play caller. The 30-year-old pass game specialist and quarterback's assistant, Parks Frazier, as now the offensive coordinator. <laughs> Just, uh, you, may, you know what? Maybe Jeff Saturday sees something in him. Maybe there's something there. I don't know. But it continues to get, I'm waiting for, you know, former groundskeeper whatever you know as now the in-game specialist for the defense now the defensive coordinator something crazy like that to happen it just it continues to get weird and well he's going to be the play caller by the way the raiders are coming to town who are you picking on sunday the raiders or the colts neither the under (laughs) i'm taking the colts and the reason why is because usually you get some kind of a spark, a breath of fresh air, out of a coaching change. And we know, did you see what uh, what uh, uh, Carr had to say? Where he wants to keep his comments to himself, and he thought they had things worked out, but they didn't. And he went on to talk about, you know, it seems like he's not happy with the coach. With the offensive play caller and the coach, we all know who that is. It's Josh McDaniels. He doesn't seem like they're anywhere near the same page, and Carr doesn't like him at all. Doesn't like him at all. <laughs> Does Josh McDaniels ever get another coaching job if this becomes just a dismal, utter failure? Well, the Colts hired Jeff Saturday, so I'm inclined to say yes. Oh, my God. I was, You know what? Saturday this season may end up with a better record than Josh McDaniels does in his entire coaching career. He may have more wins by the end of this season than Josh McDaniels had in his entire coaching career. Oh, he's going to tie Urban Meyer, no doubt. All-time wins. Does you right? Does uh, does Josh McDaniels finish his career as an NFL coach as an offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots? 
No, as an Alabama analyst under Nick Saban. Oh, geez, that'll never happen. Let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break, come back. A lot more to get to. More of the Bill Michael Show. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers return to Green Bay after their loss in Detroit. Half a dozen of their players had to undergo MRIs for injuries. Outside linebacker Rashawn Gary lost for the season after it was confirmed he suffered a torn ACL. Matt LaFleur. Yeah, it's a, it's a tremendous loss. And not only just from, obviously, the production standpoint, just, man, he is a guy that just competes at the highest level. He is... One of the grittiest guys that's on this team. Running back and kick returner Colin Hill, who just returned from an ACL, was asked if he was able to speak with Rashawn. Yeah, especially uh, Rashawn. I told him right at, on the bus right at the game. Anybody talked to, you know, I'm the, I'm the guy that I'm going through the process. You know, I was out for a full year, so I know the downs, especially the, the downs that come with it. Packers inside linebacker Devondre Campbell tweeted out, it's time for NFL owners to get rid of artificial turf, like what's being used at Ford Field. Up next, the Packers host the 6-2 and two Dallas Cowboys. Head coach Mike McCarthy asked about the transition to Texas the past three years after spending 13 seasons in Green Bay. I mean, a lifestyle in Dallas, Texas is incredible. I mean, this has been an incredible, incredible opportunity for us as a family. But you know, uh, Jessica was born there. Kids were born there. <laughs> so, people, Mr. People. Do you and as a family, as a unit, miss now, this is bull****. You guys trying to make me cry. <laughs> That's Mike McCarthy in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. <laughs> Johnson Creek, it's uh, it's a good year dealership, but uh, our guy, our guys out there, uh, Lyle, his son Chad, and everybody that worked there, they're very honest, very good people, and that is JNL Tire Service. Whether it's tires, brakes, oil changes, whatever you happen to need, uh, take it, uh, take your vehicle to them. And over the road drivers, they have a huge facility out there. They can take care of your needs for you know the big rigs all the way down to small box trucks, whatever it happens to be. They do it, uh, and and again, very honest, really good price, very good people, and uh, you don't you're not going to deal with better people than what's out there at JNL Tire, both right there on Johnson Creek on the exit, just north of 94, and up in Watertown as well. That's JNLTire.com, JNLTire.com. Uh, we're going to hear from Mike McCarthy coming up here after the top of the hour, so stay tuned for that. Let's go back to the phone calls real quick. Let's go to Brad Marshall. We've got about a minute here. Brad, go ahead. Hey, I just wanted to say, people, uh, Packer fans have short memories, because correct me if I'm wrong, Bill, didn't Jordan Love start two games for the Packers? I believe one was against the Chiefs. And he, he one was against like the deer, Chiefs, one was against the Lions. Okay, yeah, and he looked like a deer, deer in headlights. I would have thought that he would have been more prepared knowing that he was going to start. And second of all, that one caller this morning, I agree with me. It's time to bring Elliot Wolf in, and maybe Dad will come with him as a special advisor and get some get some talent here. Gutekiss has got to go, especially at the trade deadline when he's not. When yeah, he's trying, you know, but he's got to go. I mean, he's just I, just pick a Jordan Love. I, it just bothers me because I don't think Jordan's going to be anything more than a backup quarterback. And all right, buddy, I, appreciate it. We got we got to run here. We got to get to the top of the hour. We'll be back going to hear from Mike McCarthy. I'll pick up where we left off with that discussion as well. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. 
The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.